Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT Literally and show me what you do in The Do Zone. Each week, I will pick the best post to feature across all my social networks. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur who's looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts you need to make right now in order for it to be possible. Go to IamFactor1.com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's IamFactor1.com. Today's guest is Allison Legendre. Allison is a violinist turned entrepreneur who, after exiting her music agency, has recently turned her attention to helping musicians do more of the work they love at musicwork.com. Allison, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Thanks for having me here, Josh. So I would say the key to getting things done that most people wouldn't think of is probably elimination. So when I look at the things I feel I need to do, um, the first question I ask myself is what can I eliminate on that list? Is it truly necessary? Um, so that's one dynamic. Another is just the environment you work in. I think having an environment that's simple, um, you know, this is both on your schedule as well as, you know, your desk setup, all of these things really play into the weight that's in your mind and how much clarity you have when you're getting things done. So the more you can eliminate, the more you can focus is um, probably the best tip that I've, I've come across. Elimination, get it off your desk, get it out of here. Right. <laughs> it, it, and what that does is it makes your brain less crowded. It, yes. it, it gives you less decisions to make. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've actually, it's, it's, it's weird how we tune in to certain messages uh, from time to time. And the thing that I'm hearing lately is about getting things away from you so that you can just focus on simple automation tools. So can you, mm -hmm. could you expand upon that a little bit? What does eliminating the noise do for you that allows you to focus? Yeah. So when it comes to the tech world, I think it's the hardest part. I think when you're eliminating the noise just in your environment, in your house, you have a lot more control over that. Um, so I try to be quite intentional when it comes to the the tech world and what am I I'm allowing in. So basically, uh, to get a, a little technical, I'll just I'll just share what I've found to be a good system for me. And I know everyone has their own system, um, but just time blocking things out in Google calendar and just like having that as the, you know, very minimal bookmarks that I have. And I just open that bookmark and I connect it to my Trello board so that I have my tasks synced to Trello through this um, add-on uh, or power-up called, I think it's Chronify or something like that. Um, so it's basically just keeps everything in one place. And I just know the place I need to go to get things done is essentially how I think about it. And it makes a lot of sense. And uh, the other thing that 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 has stood out to me about elimination is our brains are not wired, uh, contrary to popular belief, our brains are not wired for multitasking, for instance. Um, mm -hmm. it, it actually leads to anxiety and could potentially lead to brain damage, uh, some science mm -hmm. uh, has shown. But when you eliminate complexity, it allows you to get really good at the thing that's in front of you. A lot of times, mm -hmm. if we're not performing at a high level, it's not because we can't do it. It's because we have too many other things we're trying to do at the same time. And, right. and I'm curious if you can expand upon this because I know that you're a musician. You may or may not know this, but uh, I actually have a degree in music. I was a musician as well. No way. Um, and, Very cool. And, 
And so our, our brains are probably wired in the same way. And so could you make a reference or an application to how focusing in on just one thing as a musician helped you perform at a higher level? Absolutely. So this is everything when it comes to learning an instrument. So I, my primary instrument is playing violin and it's, you have to think about things in layers as you're learning anything new. And if you can just isolate like that one movement that you need to work on, like say it's a super tricky piece that you're working on and there's this jump that makes no sense. Like the more you can chunk it down and break it down, like, okay, my elbow needs to move from here to here this quickly. And you just practice that one thing over and over again until you get that one thing. Then you add that dynamic of adding in the, the notes now, and then you add in, you know, the rhythm and you just layer things up until you can piece it together. And I think that analogy is so useful for everything. Like if something is overwhelming, how do you chunk it down into the most simple thing that you can address and then take it from there? I'll never forget. Uh, I'm eternally grateful to my mother and my aunt, because when I was in sixth grade, um, my mom couldn't afford a saxophone, which is what I wanted to play. Um, but she could afford $10 for a pair of drumsticks. And so I had my drumsticks and I had my little practice pad, which was like, so she's like 20 bucks into this thing. She's like, all right, if he gets bored and quits, then, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and we had a test coming up and there was like this certain kind of rhythmic pattern that I had to do and I couldn't do it. I just could, I can't mm. throw in my sticks. And I remember <laughs> I, to this day, my mom and my aunt right there, like the pads on my bed and it's, it's just too hard. It's not possible. And, and I'm sitting there and you're like, no, you're going to figure it out. Just do one thing at a time. Just mm -hmm. get rid of all the complexity, do one thing at a time. And I sat there and I figured it out and I went back into the class. Uh, my, my band teacher's name was Larry Looney. I'm not making that up. Mr. Looney, <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, Larry Looney said to me, and, and, you know, I played all of the patterns and everything. And he looked at me and he gave me a huge high five. And he said, that's how it's done. And from there, I was hooked. And I ended <laughs> up creating an entire career in music because my mom helped me eliminate and isolate so that I could start focusing on one thing at a time. And, and so mm -hmm. I, gosh, everything that you're saying makes so much sense. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's crazy how much learning an instrument can just be an analogy for so many things and so useful in entrepreneurship for sure to have those skills in your tool belts, like the same way you tackle problems in music. I apply a lot of that same philosophy to how I do business as well. Well, we could probably geek out for the next two hours on music stuff, but then we would lose our entire audience. Well, so let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I would, you know, maybe we'll have a special extra session about like geeking out over music stuff. Right, and, right. I, I, I think that's going to happen. But but I want to talk about something that that uh, that you mentioned earlier before we hit the record button, uh, that you're, you're kind of antisocial, uh, <laughs> but you're creating a community. And right. you're kind of an introvert but you need to be a leader. And right. I'm, I'm going to venture a guess that a lot of people who listen to my podcast are in the same position as you are, but maybe they're not willing to admit it. Uh, I mm -hmm. personally am an introvert. I realized a long time ago that I could still be an introvert and I can still be a leader, but gosh, it's hard. And so mm -hmm. could you talk to me a little bit about how do you find ways to lead, even though you're not really wired that way? Yeah. So this has been a 
hard lesson for me. And obviously I'm still learning and have so much to learn. Um, basically when it comes to how my business works, when it comes to the music agency side of things, I have people who are really good, who take care of a lot of the details. Um, but it didn't start out that way. It started out with me doing everything and thinking like a lot of entrepreneurs that I was the only one who could do everything right. Um, but that was a belief that was really holding me back for a long time. So I realized that the more I got people involved, the more fun it became, but it had to be done the right way. It had to be done by setting the right expectations and really, um, what, what changed and made it go from not working to working was just realizing that I need to be making the people I work with their lives as easy as possible. And that made me more comfortable in the position of leading because I realized that my job is just to make everyone else's job as easy as possible. So how can I think about the systems? How can I think about serving them? How can I think about um, being as clear as possible? And when I thought about it that way and really started acting on it that way, everything changed and they really loved being in the positions that I made for them. And that gave me a lot of satisfaction seeing that they are, you know, feeling fulfilled with something that I was able to help create for them. So that was satisfying itself. And it helped me become more comfortable, I'd say, in the position of, of leading when I think about it in that way. So kind of really building that structure and empowering other people is, is part of the key. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. And, and so, uh, it's it's something that you know me personally i i've always been that you know the wallflower where like <laughs> please don't look at me don't pay too much attention i don't want to you know and, and and to a certain extent you really do have to come off of the wall and be seen even mm -hmm. as an introvert but there's right. like a balance because mm -hmm. because it's like it can get overwhelming quickly mm -hmm. and since we're talking about the introvert thing uh one one thing that i think's worth sharing is because you, an introvert is not necessarily somebody who's who's shy. An mm -hmm. introvert is somebody who draws their energy from within. An mm -hmm. extrovert is someone who draws their energy from other people. And so if once we start understanding that difference, we we realize it's it's not inhibiting me socially. It's just making me be more selective about how I spend my time. I only have mm -hmm. this limited tank of energy inside. And once it's exhausted, I'm done. That's an mm -hmm. introvert. Whereas an extrovert right. has to go out and talk to other people and grab the energy from them. And that's why they seem more social. Mm -hmm. have, do, you, yeah. do you have any kind of thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think that being selective and or intentional, I think is what you said. And that's a good way to put it with how you're spending your energy connecting with people. Um, I've definitely been in places where my life where, you know, it's not fun feeling stuck and not knowing what to do. And I realized that what I needed was beyond me. Like I couldn't figure things out myself and it kind of forced me to um, seek answers and, and talk to people, but be intentional about it. And that's really the, the key is to, um, you know, be thinking about, how you can use the limited energy you have in the way that's going to, you know, help you be able to create the best that you can in this world. And at the same time, help other people by connecting with them and seeing how you can serve them. So, uh, yeah, I think it's about using the limited resource wisely and, um, do using your, your energy to serve others and having that as your primary motivation. And, um, that's really how business works and how things are going to come back to you. If you keep that in my experience, keep that forefront. Makes a lot of sense. And so tell us about uh, your venture that you're working on now. Who is it for and how can we connect with you? Absolutely. So um, the new venture 
uh, is musicwork.com. So musicwork.com is about helping performance musicians do more of the work they love and less of the work they don't. So I'm helping musicians really elevate their brand so they can get the most, um, you know, value for the the work they're doing um, through their content and their branding, but also the systems eliminating the, you know, wearisome tasks of a lot of the administrative tasks that bog a lot of musicians down. So that's what musicwork.com is. And right now, um, like I I mentioned before, I I exited, I still own it, but the music agency that I started that's run by other people, um, I don't work in that um, day to day. So it's given me the freedom to start something new and use the expertise I've developed to serve others and connect with other people who are also doing well and just create a hive mind of knowledge for musicians who want to be able to bring their best into the world. So yeah, musicwork.com, we have a free community where we're just um, getting together, masterminding, having fun and helping musicians really uh, succeed at what they're doing and and bring a lot of joy to other people and themselves through their music. And so uh, performance musicians, can you define that a little bit further? So uh, because uh, there are a lot of us who love playing music, we're not sure Mm -hmm. if we want it to be a career or maybe we right. are trying to, but we don't know where to start. Uh, or are we already full-time gigging? Like who who is the person that this would really benefit the most? Absolutely. So that would be event performance musicians. It would benefit the most. Um, there are a lot of musicians who, when it comes to their performance career, they're really interested in doing original music and touring and things like that. And it is possible to have um, that lifestyle and also do events. Um, but when you're doing events, it's it's usually you're in a local area. So for most people um, who are interested in doing event performance music, they're not interested in necessarily being the most famous musician in the world, but they are interested in serving people with their music and doing private events and, you know, local concerts and things like that. But uh, private events is bread and butter, like where the, the money is usually going to be for most uh, musicians who aren't, you know, top of billboard charts. So that's what we primarily focus on. Okay. Awesome. And uh, one more time, where can we go to learn more? So you can check out musicwork.com if you're a musician and want to hang out. It's, uh, yeah, you can join the free community right on the, the page there and get to meet a lot of other great musicians and be inspired by what's possible in the industry. And you have a, pod, a podcast as well, right? That's right. <laughs> so new podcast. It's just it's called the Music Work Podcast. Um, it's on my YouTube channel. Allison Legendre. Um, also, you can just look up the Music Work podcast on any of the streaming pl- platforms and you'll find it there as well. Excellent. Well, we're going to wrap from here. Thanks so much to our guest, Allison Legendre, for joining us and sharing some wisdom about how she gets stuff done. You can connect with her directly by going to musicwork.com and you can also check out the podcast with the same name anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you listen to us on your morning commute, or your workout, or you're somewhere out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT Literally. Tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're ready to break the seven-figure barrier with your business, but you know what got you here ain't going to get you there, we can help. Go to IamFactor1.com now, and let's see how much impact we can make in less than six minutes. Know this, you are Factor One for your own success. Now let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures, and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, Pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. 
There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with, because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.